playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed. On the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. All right. Welcome to the SearchCast. My name is Matt Cutts with Google. Today is Thursday, October 2nd. Now please welcome the supernaturally savvy Sultan of Search, Danny Sullivan. You're still even practicing that. I bet you like said it like four times in a row. I don't want to get the little S's all messed up. <laughs> How are you today, Danny? I'm really, really grumpy. <laughs> I'm Have really you been grumpy. out on the beach? I'm really annoyed. I'm, oh, it's just going to be kind of ranty. Uh, but I'm looking forward to talking to you, so that's cool. Yeah, we can have a banterful search cast this time. Oh, we can go all over the place. I'm all set to like go forever, but then we've got the whole the whole Sarah Palin debate or comedy yeah. show, depending on your point of view. So I don't want to <laughs> run into it. Well, and Biden we'll, might be pretty we'll entertaining be right. too. We'll get along with it. It'll be okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll capture everything. So I'm trying to find where all my links. Oh, there we go. There we go. So, oh, gosh, Matt, there's been so much news in the past two days. No doubt, because um, it was the uh, Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah. I think I've got that right, which I believe was the Jewish New Year's, which means that I lost Greg Sterling and Barry Schwartz. So I've been kind of busy. I'm sure that's not part of my grumpiness. I should be right. But yeah, Barry so helps a lot news. with the coverage. So much news. Um, so let's see. First of all, yesterday when I'm getting everything wrapped up, because I was going to go off and, and watch the... Um, Angels lose to the um, to the um, who they play? Well, whoever they play. Oh, the that 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 team in Boston, which seems to have a lot of fans that live in Orange County for some reason. Yeah, yeah they didn't win yesterday. It was really kind of sad. But there's still uh, a couple more games. So I'm hoping for it. Anyways, uh, before I headed off over there, suddenly uh, Google dropped this little bit of news. <laughs> hey, Matt, heads up! Um, oh, you guys have launched a, a, a whole new change to Google Blog Search. Um, what a lot of people would just like to call a tech meme killer. And, and, and Gabe Rivera, the creator of tech meme, you know, he's sitting over there crying, going, what am I going to do now? I'm going to be unemployed. Google's coming to my area, right? <laughs> I think he'll be okay. <laughs> so, it wasn't like that. So, yeah, this is really cool. You got, I mean, it is really cool. Um, you've launched up uh, this, this thing. I actually, you know, I wrote my post up today, and I, I just started calling it Google Blogs. Because it's not really Google blog search anymore. It's kind of like Google News, where when you go to Google News, you can browse all the stories that are in different categories, kind of see what's there. You have that whole discovery interface, right? You want to know what's, what's going on. To a search, right, you've you got to know something's going on before you start searching. So if you know the debates are going on, you want to see news about the debates, you start typing in debates. But, you know, if, if, if something has just happened and you didn't know about it, then you need to discover that to begin with. And so a lot of people call these things meme trackers. I always hate that word. Where does it come from? Do you know meme? I, I think it just comes from TechCrunch doing that article. I don't think of it as a meme tracker myself, but ah, uh, no. well. Anyway, so <laughs> but, you know, but I, I like kind of liken them to front pages, which isn't a very 
cute name, but the idea that you can go to these different places and you can see the kind of what's going on in different areas of countries it all together. And so with, with Google News, it's, it's nice. You go over there and you can see all the top stories that are going on. Let's, let's just see what's going on over there now. Sorry, not Google News, Google Blog Search. Blogsearch.google.com, by the way, for those that are listening. And um, as always, uh, URLs you can find on uh, dailysearchcast.com. And just find today's episode, or I should say, this week's episode, right? <laughs> so um, I, I go over here, and I can see that according to the blogosphere, the top things that are going on, um, McCain hit Biden with gas over debate day ad. Um, Gwen, Phil, I'm really like totally out of it. I don't even know who that is. Oh, she's going to yeah. moderate the debate tonight. Yeah. Anyway, she's the moderator, she disclosed yeah. a, what's that? Yes, she's, she's the moderator, and she wrote a book about Obama. Ah, uh, oh, she's just burning hell, really. Well, and maybe this is fresh uh, news. McCain uh, just pulled out of Michigan room or something like that. So you can. And I'm looking at this. And you see different things. It's mostly political news is dominating it. That was one thing I didn't like about the new change. You go to Google News, right, and you get some little bit of politics. You get a little bit of world news. You get a little bit of you know whatever's going on there. I get my local results here. It just it's kind of all mixed together. I kind of want a little bit more variety. But you can drill into to, to the different categories. So if I drill into, say, the technology category, um, I discovered that, <laughs> hey, Matt, new frames have arrived at Zenny Optical. Uh, <laughs> that's one of those paper post things that got, got in there, right? You guys can uh, that. Yeah, we'll check that out. We'll check that one out. So as you pointed out in your own post on this, you're like, hey, tech meme, it's a little more selective about what gets in. We're, we're taking in the entire web, and so there might be a little bit of spam there. So there's one plus potentially <laughs> for tech means advantage. Um, (laughs) Well, and and the flip side of that is I guess you can keep hitting the next page button on blog search. So tech meme, if you don't like what's on the front page or if you're a news addict like me, you know, I'll hit tech meme several times a day and I'm like, come on, show me some new stuff. So you can do that on blog search. I'm looking over here, though. It doesn't look like you've got feeds up on it, so I can't subscribe. I'm I'm assuming this is just a minor oversight that will be fixed soon, but it doesn't look like there's a feed for any of these category pages. There's no feed yet. I know that's on the to-do list of things they want to do, though. Okay. Um, so that'll be cool if they get it. I um, and I've got a whole bunch of follow-up questions for them that we're we're going back and forth trying to find when we have time. Um, do you know the answers to any of these things? You can just answer them now. <laughs> I, 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 I could, could try. Them, you? Yeah, I think you might be talking to Jeremy in New York pretty soon, right? I think yeah. he's the, the world expert on it. So. Well, well, we'll catch up on that. I also pointed out, I wanted to go back, and I, I went through and I kind of covered in my post today some of the other meme tracker front page things that were out there. I went, started, went back to Tecnorati. You know, it was really hard for me to, to, to get excited about it. I went back again, and I was like, uh, every time I go here, I just don't feel like I'm understanding what's going on, like the way I do with tech meme. I'm going to tech meme all the time. I love it. I'm like totally like, okay, I'm getting an idea of what everybody's talking about, which I feel... Even though I know what everybody's talking about, I feel like I'm hopefully disciplined enough that just because everybody's talking about something, I don't suddenly think, I've got to do it too. Because there's that echo chamber effect that goes on, right? Yeah. You go in, you think, oh, everybody's talking about this. I've got to do a post. I, I should take a break. But no, I've got to post on everybody else's. And then, you know, uh, 30 seconds later, it's something gone. But I never get that feeling at Technorati. I like Blog Runner. Have you played with Blog, Blog Runner much? The New York just Times? Just a little bit. Blog yeah. consolidation thing? It's kind of nice. Yeah, I went back to it. I thought, oh, this is kind of nice here. I, I thought TechMeme does the clustering a bit better, but it was it was nice to revisit. I, I had to think to myself, oh, yeah, it's over there. To me, the real killer thing that both say Blog Runner and that you do with Google Blog Search is you've got all these categories, right? So if you're into technology, TechMeme was great, but if you wanted to know what was going on in, um, well, let's say movies, 
it, it, there was no movie tech meme. Yep. And now I, I go over here to Google Blog Search, and I can see that they're going to resurrect Yogi Bear. Oh, we're going to be Yogi Bear movie. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo, boo-boo, we're going to be in the movies. No. <laughs> Better than the average movie. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, any thoughts from you on the Google Blog Search? Yeah, you know, I've actually... I've watched the team and, and been a cheerleader from the sidelines because I'm a big fan of, you know, more discovery tools. I think of them as discovery tools. It's like there's right. so many people with spare time who want to just hang out online instead of watching TV and find fun things. And so TechMeme is fantastic, you know, PopURLs, all these great places you can go. Uh, but I do really like the blog search. That was more or less dead space on that front page before. And now you can actually just show up and browse through it a little bit. And it's almost as if, if Google News was only searchable and then you let yeah. you people browse it. It really adds a new, a new dimension to it. So It's one of those things I looked at and I thought, oh, of course, why didn't they do this? Yeah. I mean, when you rolled out blog search, it didn't occur to me, like, why didn't they do blog search the way they do Google News? And now you look at it and you're like, well, of course that makes sense. This totally should be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing that's nice is I like that they show the number of, of blogs. So, like, with, you know, 30 or 40 days in the election left, it's pretty neat to get the perspective that there's like 100 people blogging about McCain pulling out of Michigan, but in the technology space, there's only like, you know, 88 for the top tech story there. So it's it's interesting. Okay. The reason why there's more politics on the front page right now is there's actually more people blogging about politics. And I, I know I get blinders on, and sometimes I hit tech meme and don't always notice what's going on on other places. So. No, no, there's, there's no other news outside of, out of technology. <laughs> <laughs> there is none. No, but it is good. And I, it's the same thing like when I go to Blog Runner, I have to think, oh, yeah, there's other news that's going on out there. And they pick up some news news and bits and pieces here. I, I, in my story, I wrote about meeting up with a friend of mine. Um, she works at a USA Today, just all the um, works on the uh, opinion page. So they're like writing the editorials. So I'm like, well, where, you know, where are you going to get your information when you need to figure out what's going on? And she's got a few tools that she's using or whatever. And I'm thinking, oh. She's like going to Slate, and I'm going, Slate, yeah, I never go there. <laughs> I'm so focused, you know, most of my day has just gone on what I'm doing for my work. So it is yeah. nice to kind of get that serendipity and the other stuff that's there. But still, I could use a little more, a little, little less of the, the political stuff. Mm-hmm. But I could always have as much Sarah Palin as you want to send my way. Because <laughs> I, love, I love Tina Fey. <laughs> just, it's like, it's just excellent. It's, now, it's hey, fun, yeah. Um, so clear. Oh, oh no, I've done it. Wait a minute. Sorry, I had to. I just had to finish doing my twenty-five searches because I'm trying to win um, um, <laughs> a free Xbox controller from Microsoft. In six just months, shut down Internet Explorer um, eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is it. Yeah, live. Um, uh, Microsoft rolled out um, live Microsoft Live Search Search perks. Exclamation point. Uh, by the way, my policy is if you put an exclamation point as part of your name, I'll never use it. I'll never write Yahoo with a little thing because it's just annoying. So I, I don't care. I don't care what your style is. So for me, it's just search perks, not search perks. And uh, so they've rolled out this program. Uh, it's open to the first million people who sign up, and apparently a million people haven't signed up already, so it's not a, you know, an instant killer. Um, you... Install a little toolbar thingy that keeps track of the number of searches you're doing. You get to do up to 25 searches a day. To, that each search is worth a ticket, so you can get 25 tickets per day. And then around April 15th or so, just in time to declare it on your taxes, you can cash in all your tickets and win uh, valuable prizes. 
Uh, so, for example, 100 tickets might get you a ringtone. 250 tickets can get you 150, 100 frequent flyer miles. 5,500 tickets that get you an Xbox wireless controller. So, um, I don't know, the, the, the cons to it, people really, really like fixated on it's Internet Explorer 6 only. Like, if you don't run Internet Explorer 6, you can't participate in the program. And, and my feeling is like, yeah, I, you know, that's annoying. That's typical Microsoft. But on the other hand, I think most of the people are like, and this will kill the program. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? There are so many people who this is designed for. They're using Internet Explorer 6. I mean, it's stupid to me that they roll out a program knowing that most of the people writing about the program are probably using Firefox or using Mac, so they can't, like, you know, get going with it. But I didn't think that was the killer thing. I actually thought this is much simpler than that horrible cashback thing that they rolled out that was supposed to be so wonderful. But the other thing I got off of it was they rolled it out, and then a lot of the commentary really, for me, I felt like people were, the the, the press in general was just kind of like, yeah, okay, pull another one. I mean, it's just sort of like they've had so many things come from Microsoft at this point that, that are supposed to be good that everybody just seemed very, very dubious about it. Did you sign well, up? Yeah, it, it's also kind of interesting that if you search for seven months, you'll get a wireless Xbox controller, which is, you know, how much do those cost? Twenty, thirty bucks, forty bucks? Oh, yeah, I think about twenty-eight. So that's not hugely valuable. Yeah, I, the other thing that was funny to me is I love how you dug through the terms and conditions to see, oh, they're actually also going to track how many ads you click on, how searches you do on other search engines which toolbars you have installed. So there, that, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, no, they're, they're logging a lot of stuff. Like I said, I mean, you know, if I'm using the Google toolbar, you guys are logging a lot of stuff, and I don't even get a wireless controller. But <laughs> at the same time, it, when you go to one page, it's like, we're not logging, you know, we're not tracking your searches. That sounds pretty cool. And then you click on the terms, it's like, well, we're not actually tracking your search term. We're going to know that you went to Google versus us, and we're going to know whether you completed the search and whether it was a new search. And it's like a really—it's designed especially to be a competitive analysis tool. I thought uh, Valley Wag actually Nicholas over there had it really well too, and he talked about and we're tracking the ads you're clicking on uh, because you know Microsoft has been on this big thing of, and it's all about the banner ads. Banner ads are much better than um, than than search because you know they don't have any search traffic, so I got to go for the banner ads. You can agree with that, or I'll just say it for you. It's okay. <laughs> well, and it's, you know, I understand if Microsoft wants to get fair credit all through the system. So it would be pretty interesting if they tracked, you know, which people tracked which, clicked which ads, and then they were able to say, oh, this person was really engaged, or, you know, right. you know, advertising in general on the web works pretty well. So it's good to spread that credit around, I think. Yeah. Well, they've. Um, so this is like one of a number of things. It's it's kind of hard to get keep track of what it is that they, um, uh, you know, that, that they're not doing as giveaways. I, I did a little recap. They did this search and win thing back in February 2006. Live Search Club. They've been running since 2007, which is where you play games. You're not really even doing real searches. So there's been some controversy over that. Um, there's the Search and Give program, which, you know, okay, that's kind of cool, I suppose. Um, although, interestingly, it's been running for over a year, and they've raised $400,000, which doesn't seem like a whole lot of money. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's because people aren't, you know, making use of it as much as they could. It seems like one of those things that should be a good idea, right? And get my, my, my store receipts to the schools, I guess. I'm supposed to do that. 
Uh, and then cashback, which was just this convoluted system that I, I think is going to die myself. I think it's just going to go away, and they're going to like focus in on this other thing, which is much simpler, you know. And you know, but it's again, it's not one of those things I think is going to be a, a big game changer. And you know, if it did, right, Matt? If if this totally like people said, you know what? I'm totally searching with Microsoft all the time because I want to get that Xbox controller. Um, I mean, you guys can give away things, right? Yeah, we could maybe some Google T-shirts or something. There you go. People be like, I want that. See, and that would work, too, because you'd give away, like, a Google T-shirt, and the T-shirt would say something like, um, I searched my way to this T-shirt on Google. What what what'd you get for a controller? Except wittier <laughs> than that. <laughs> I'm a, you should do, like, Google searcher ads versus uh, Microsoft searcher ads, like the Apple ads versus the PC ads. That would be funny. <laughs> I know you guys don't need to do the TV ads, but still, couldn't you just spend some money to make us laugh? <laughs> well, that's sort of what YouTube's for, is, you know, you, oh, you go long true. enough and you'll see funny cats. But, but don't do, if you do do it, don't do it with that guy who's really annoying, because he makes you want to buy a PC. I'm like with, <laughs> with John, whatever his name is. I'm totally like, no, I, I hate you so much because you're so smarmy and so you think you're so cool that I want to buy the PC. But, you know, I'm crazy sometimes, so. All right, uh, well, we should take John, a little, go, no, go ahead. Oh, it, yeah, no, it just seems like John Hodgman's built up a little bit of a cult following, you know, as the PC. So. Well, then I got really confused because I saw one of the new Microsoft ads, and is he in the Microsoft ads as well? No, there's a, I, I think there's a Microsoft employee who looks just like John Hodgman. Uh, okay, because I was thinking that just doesn't seem like you could do that. <laughs> uh, but maybe Apple didn't have a non-compete with, uh, you know, that would be kind of funny, too. <laughs> if you were playing both sides. <laughs> well, now I'm a PC yet person. Are you still there, Matt? Yes. Because it was a terrible sound, and, and uh, there it is again. Oh, I know what it is. I think that's the call waiting that um, my um, Time Warner was supposed to disable on my phone. Oh. <laughs> but I'm not taking that call. But we should take a commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll do like the, the second third of the show. Excellent. All right. Well, let's take a commercial break, and we'll be back with more Search News. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Searchcast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. All right, we're back with the super-duper savant of search, Danny Sullivan. What else have we got going on, Danny? Oh, <laughs> uh, there's so much more. I'm, like, starting to lose my mind because there's so much to get through. So little time left to do it, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Um, oh, oh, um, um, I'm debating whether to do this one. No, I'm just going to skip past that one. We just, we just, we just had a whole enough of the whole dynamic URL thing. I think we're good with that. We'll just leave that away. <laughs> Instead, we're just going to say, happy birthday, Google. You're 10 years old. You had like a special <laughs> logo and everything. That was cool. 
Yeah, I love the index. The two thousand. No, I'm going to save that for the end. So we'll okay. just on happy things. So you've got this index too, but but it, yeah, that's it. So you know, twenty seventh. That's the official Queen's birthday for Google, and you popped up there, whatever. And then for like your birthday, did my whole hive mind thing. So yeah, I thought I'd talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Nobody read it. <laughs> oh, they totally did. I I heard a lot of people talking about it at the Plex. Oh really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, I did absolutely. see like one URL was like corp black ball listings. Uh, no, it's just easy like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did this thing. It was it was kind of fun to do. You and I have talked about it uh, a couple times, different things on it. But what I was trying to do in the piece was this this whole Google Hive Mind thing, which I know there probably could be better, less ominous sounding uh, names for it, but I kind of liked it. And what I was trying to say in that is that. I felt like a lot of the things where Google has gone and where they've become successful have been because they haven't been trying to um, sit there, you know, with with Larry and Sergey at the controls and, and fly, you know, the plane exactly where they're going to go and, and know exactly how they were going to get into some of these things. I, I really didn't think, say, for example, in 1998 when they were in the jacuzzi that they thought, oh, you know what, and let's put some ads on the radio because that, that really works out well. But you you've ended up in all these different places, and what I was saying is that in part, I think it became because you decentralize so much, and people kind of come up with ideas, and you get opportunities that come out of the blue, like Blogger, and then. You, but to me, the weakness was you look at some of these things, and then they do take you in these directions that go into areas where people think, oh, this is part of their master plan all along. They've, they've come along and they decided to wipe us out, and this is just another uh, step in the, the, the chink in the armor or whatever you want to do with it or go with it from there. And then the, I spoke the last part of what I was putting into all this. It's a very long article, so people can read it or not read it at their leisure. But um, what I was also saying is it's almost ironic that you go into these areas and you do these things where you pri- – by and large, build products that are designed to, you know, benefit the user and that you don't really try to, like, lock them into all sorts of stuff and you um, do tend to give away a lot of these different things that are out there and that you don't try to make sure that all the products, say, constantly link back to each other, say, in a Microsoft fashion where, you know, well, exactly, like, you know, you want to search on Microsoft Search and you want to get prizes, make sure you're using Internet Explorer. You know, you, you almost feel like every Microsoft product is like something taped to their desk, saying something like, make sure you reinforce the mothership, and that you guys don't seem to do that, in my opinion, and yet, collectively, almost like, you know, without thinking about it, a lot of this stuff all tends to come together and do that. And so I feel like people sometimes get really fearful of Google because they see this big, huge master plan coming at them when it's just sort of naturally emerging because of, you know, the way you guys have kind of grown to do things. Although, you know, you've got some central planning there. You do go after some things, right? Yeah, we certainly do have some centralized planning, but I think it's also interesting. We were just talking about blog search, and that one started again as a 20% project where a bunch of smart people said, you know what, we really want to be able to discover what's going on in the blogosphere and find cool things. And it didn't have to be Larry or Sergey or Eric telling people, okay, we want this. It's it's just you get enough smart engineers, and they all sort of are thinking about what they would want, and you sort of converge toward interesting products. So where's your 20% project, by the way? Uh, I have done a few. I've done a few in the past. Lately, probably communication, you know, webmaster communication. I sort of almost think of that as a 20% project. Well, that's all right. But remember, we talked about how you needed to have that cool thing put together so the next time Gwyneth Paltrow comes by, she wants to swing by your cubicle. Has there been any progress on that? I I do need to to make some forward progress just in case she stops by. You never know when she will. 
we, we're going to need to give it a name like the 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 the, the Gwyneth attractor or uh, the Gwenplex <laughs> or the the whatever. We come up with something like that. Yeah, funny name like, for Gwyneth children namer thing, something like that. Maybe people who you could upload your photo and it would find the nearest looking celebrity oh. for you or something like that. That would be good. See, be fun. see, just yeah. forget the whole webcam stuff. That stuff can wait. <laughs> we need to get we need to get Gwyneth to your cubicle. Well, if we could just get everybody in the world to stop spamming. What's that? Sorry. Oh, if we could just get everybody in the world to stop spamming, then I'd go off and do some fun 20% projects. So. You know, we could do that. We could. Um, I'm sure that we could appeal as the SEO <laughs> community could do that, and we could say, look, um, we just have a week's break from spamming. <laughs> that would like to do some really cool projects. <laughs> We'd get off on that. We can make it happen. All right. Anyway, so uh, the article, dailysearchcast.com, find this week's episode, and then you can get to the URL. Um, hey, you know, one of the things people are worried about with Google is that, you know, you, you're taking over Yahoo and, and, and making them your um, uh, shotgun bride. But that, somebody said, I didn't say that. That was someone else. They say things like that. <laughs> but the congressional representatives of California have stepped up. Um, all right, Matt, this is ridiculous. It's like, come on, like your own local representative steps up and says, no, no, we think it's fine. What, what do you think she's going to say? <laughs> she's, she's got a letter. The letter says, you know, we, we think that the letter read like it was just sent to her by Google PR, and they said, could you, could you sign this at the bottom? <laughs> but I didn't necessarily disagree with it. But, yeah, you've got 11 people uh, from the California congressional uh, represent- representatives that have gone through and said, look, you know, we think this should go through and the Department of Justice shouldn't come along and, and, and step in. This will be fine. And this is all chilling. Yeah. Well, and Anna Eshoo, who's sort of our representative, she's a pretty tech-savvy lady, which she should be, you know, if she's representing Silicon Valley. But she's pretty familiar with a lot of the issues, so... Well, a lot of, you know, I, I thought the most interesting thing was at the end was where they were saying, so if you do this, does Google have to then, like, get approval for every deal that they do down the line? You know, what, at what point is it, you know, too much? You know, you can't pick this up or can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, since we're doing some business stuff, I'm going to carry along with a few more things. Uh, let me just pop these open here. I've got, um, oh, okay, so over at Microsoft, uh, use of MIDI has moved up. And so everybody's still kind of wondering, well, who's going to be in charge of, you know, Microsoft Search and all the different things that are going on over there? Um, and so one of the issues is, is he going to be the person that does it or not? Uh, so we're still kind of waiting to see how that will shake out. Uh, we had also someone uncovered correspondence between Google and the National Security Administration. Your alma mater, were you <laughs> writing home, trying to find a job? Yeah, that, that was uh, Vern at the San Francisco Chronicle doing a Freedom yeah. of Information Act request, right? Yeah, and I, I think the, the best thing was Seth Finkelman, who, if people aren't familiar with him, Seth, if, if someone's going to be paranoid, Seth, actually, that's not fair. Seth is very even-handed in a lot of stuff, but if there was something to be found, he'd find it. And he got somebody, I think uh, Philip over Google Bloggers, go back to him to read through the correspondence, and he said, yeah, there's nothing here. It looks like they had to bought some of those computers to search documents that anybody could buy, and that was it. Yeah, it was, it was actually a pretty boring request, although I've never seen an actual Freedom of Information Act request, so it was kind of neat to watch, you know, see the correspondence and how all that stuff works. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of cool you can do that with your government. I was going to file one of those with, for that whole, um, oh, I can't remember what it was anymore, 
uh, when somebody had requested some data, maybe the Department of Justice, but then I didn't have to. Everybody else filed it. Went with it from there. <laughs> now, um, Steve Ballmer's been busy. Uh, he spoke at the Churchill's Club and um, said things that he could have said, like, in 2006. Uh, yeah, I wish we had done better on uh, Surge. We're trying to get there. We don't want to be number two. And, uh, you know, we're getting... <laughs> One interesting thing was that somebody said to them, like, you know, well, you said this before. And they're like, yeah, I know, well... Okay, we're, we're going to try to get there. Um, and then he's done this interview with, I just, I, oh, I, I joked on Twitter about spitting out my Diet Coke. Um, <laughs> he's on Twitter, and they quote him as saying, uh, sorry, he's not on Twitter. They quote him as saying that uh, search is his favorite business. And I'm just like going, seriously, really? Search is your favorite business? Hey, here's a thought. Come out to a search conference sometime, because I know a lot of people that think search is their favorite business, too. But, you know, I got a little thing about that. I can never get them to come out and speak. Search is my favorite business. You're, you've got to be kidding me. Oh. But that's going to be the last of my triad of pieces, because um, I, you know, I did that big thing on Yahoo, and I did a thing on Google, and I've got this other thing I'm going to kind of work on Microsoft, and mm-hmm. why they don't love search. Just doing search because it was their homework. They have to do it. <laughs> like search is Microsoft's homework. It is, but it totally is. Every time you know they talk about why they're going to do search, they you know it's because all oh, the ads are there and we got to do it for the advertising. They never say. They never say we're doing search because we have a passion for search and we think people should be able to locate things and that it's you know it's super. This search is fun stuff. Bomber never looks fun when he's talking about search. He never looks excited. He looks like he's having to read off cue cards to tell him this is what you should say. The natural language, um, we're going to get there. Uh, it's a five-year thing, uh, long-term, uh, uh, lots of new ground. Uh, it's not over yet. <laughs> That's what he says in terms about the actual process of searching. And then it's like, we've got to do the ads and stuff or whatever. It's like Google, like, yeah, okay, Larry Sergey, yeah, I think they wanted to make money. Right? <laughs> it was that. But they also were passionate about it. You guys are like passionate about search. It's like you like doing search. Nobody says, oh, yeah, Google, could you build some search tools? Um, because nobody else wants to do it. And so you got the short stick. Unless you think I'm wrong. You don't like no. it. Well, what's interesting is, you know, I think I definitely and a lot of people in search quality live and breathe search. We wake up and we have, like, search dreams and all sorts of weirdness. But if you get closer to the front line, I mean, if you take some people like uh, Nathan Bugia or Hermes, you know, at Microsoft, I, you, I really do get a feeling like they care a lot about search and, and oh. do want to do well. Oh. So. Absolutely. The search team itself cares about search. And I should, I'm glad you pointed out. I should make that clear. They care about search. They're really passionate about search. It's just that they're people higher up, and, and including Palmer. They don't seem to be, I don't know, I just don't. I want them to do more. I want them to actually like search and actually get behind those teams and actually not feel like they're disconnected from it. And I have not seen that in the time that I've been covering Microsoft. I see management that changes all the time. I see them constantly trying to refigure out their products. I see them treating search as if it's some kind of a software product rather than it being a different creature. I see them thinking search is just another Xbox, so we'll come out with some killer game and that'll take care of it and and stuff. I just wish they would let the good people who are working on search kind of almost be divorced from Microsoft and go off and do their own things. And then they can conquer the world and take over and save us from Google's domination. But I think you guys are all right for the next five years. You'll be okay. I'll keep my fingers crossed. (laughs) 
I hope worried. wave four doesn't, yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, he loves search. You should be worried, man. Your stock dropped to like one cent. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting day. Did you did you come home and go, honey, um, you know, like how, you know, we were kind of okay? Well, apparently, oh, maybe we should have sold some of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I happened to check the stock towards the end of the day, and it had turned into a gray dotted line on the stock chart. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I've never seen that before. I don't even know what that means. What's going on? <laughs> so there was some glitch that caused uh, Google's stock to go and be traded as low as one cent, um, but then it caused it to close at $320 when it opened at 488 uh, which is kind of sucky. Uh, but then the NASDAQ went through and said, you know, there's been some erroneous error trades orders. Um, we don't know how these things happen, but uh, we're going to just, apparently they can do this. They can reset, you know, certain trades and everybody gets to be made good back to like $400. So that's kind of cool. I was really curious. I haven't seen any follow-up if, if people have figured out what exactly happened. I'd be kind of curious, you know, did somebody just enter a wrong number somewhere or, or you know, was there a bug in their software or what happened? I, uh, Russian link spammers. No, I agree with you. It's like this is big thing, and then nobody wants to talk about it. You know what I think? It's like we've got so much bad economic news, nobody wants to even question whether or not the stock market is not even able to do trades properly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just not poke at it. It's not going to happen again. We'll, we'll leave it alone. About that $700 billion. <laughs> Focus on that. Uh, so, yeah, you guys, you guys went down. Uh, but you're, you're back up. You're good. Actually, where are you at right now? Let's go check. Surely you have, like, a ticker somewhere, right? Oh, I, I should have searched for 400 rather than Goog. They should be <laughs> synonymous. Oh, you're at 390. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and you've laid out a $4.4 trillion energy plan. Yeah, man. Larry and Sergey, they care about energy. Like, people don't seem to get that. Like, you see the investment in solar power and wind power and renewable energy less than coal and... People don't realize, they, you know, the data center posts, all this stuff, they're really interested. That, in I'm laughing because we totally got it when Larry landed that helicopter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, 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 no. You guys are doing a lot. I mean, you're using up a lot of electricity because these data centers, but you just had a post yesterday on how you're doing all this stuff to try to get um, the cost of the energy per search down, right? Yep. You've got the floating data centers which is, you know, I was trying to explain here. It's like, but if you put the hot stuff out in the water, this is still hot. This doesn't make the ocean hot, but, but no, no, it's going to be hot anyway. It's all going to be fine. You've got the floating data center plan, right? This will put data centers offshore so you can just pump in the water and cool them off. Mm-hmm. You guys should put the, can I just suggest, uh, it's just a crazy thing, but maybe you could put the floating data centers in, like, Britain because it's really cold over there, and they could use the heat. <laughs> <laughs> or or Maine or somewhere that needs, you know, oh, we'd like to be a little warmer during the wintertime. <laughs> or maybe they could be movable so that if, like, a hurricane's coming, you could just, like, take a fleet of data centers and put them in the way, and that the heat would disrupt the, the weather patterns, and then Google would be helping with weather control, and that would be cool. It's the data center regatta. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> Sailing from northern California to southern California. That would be great. So, uh, yeah, oh, anyway, this is just, I'm just pulling this off here. New energy plan, reduce fossil-based energy generation by 88%, uh, replacing a coal and oil-powered energy generations. Who came up with this plan? I, I think it's 
it comes from very high up. I mean, literally, you can sit and talk to Larry and Sergey for like an hour about solar power and geothermal, and they just they they really care about this stuff. That's cool. Yeah. It helped we got the space elevator though. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be uh, well, and the jetpacks and <laughs> the jet cars. All right, let's take a break, and then uh, we're going to lighten it up. Uh, well, we'll talk about link brokering. That'll, that'll be a little ranty. And then uh, we've got a whole bunch of other things there. We'll take our, our, our second to the third breaks, and then we'll come back. Awesome. We'll be back with more search news in just a little bit. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Search Cast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. All right, we're into the final third, the fun part, the final lap. What have we got going on, Danny? I uh, was just looking at the event that um, Balmer was seeking at. It's nice because you go to it, it says it doesn't exist. But if I go to Google Cache, I, I can read that it did exist. Okay, he's right out there. Oh, oh, wait, I'm having tri- I'm having sorry, I'm having post traumatic flashback because it's like a map of London. <laughs> I'm starting to think I'm actually there. I'm okay now. Just taking a deep breath. It'll be fine. Uh, hey, so a couple different things. You guys uh, rolled out on YouTube. I haven't even tried it, but this thing called Hotspot, so that. Um, you're watching a video, and it apparently will show you the area audio. It shows you for a video uh, what parts of the video people are really interested in when they turn it off. So, like, if yeah. you have a video that comes up, and you're going, oh, that's funny, that's funny, uh, I'm bored now. And then the people go away. So that sounds kind of neat. If I had it's more like video the- content, I'd try it. You should try it on some of the videos that you did to see if people stuck with you the whole way or not. Yeah, I seriously, I see, I uploaded my stuff to Google Video, and now I really want to make a video or two for YouTube so I can watch myself be boring in real time and see where people leave. And you, you could use it almost like analytics to, like, tweak your video to be more compelling, which is kind of cool. Oh, absolutely. You should totally change it around and see, put it over there and, and change it up. I kind of want to log in and check one of mine, but um, wait. Oh, 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 I can't remember my, my password and all that stuff and all these different things. How come I have a YouTube pass that's different from, you know, my other kind of thing? I think they're just now linking YouTube. Yeah, I think they're just now linking YouTube and Google accounts, so I think you can now log in with your Google account on YouTube. All righty. Okay. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah, i got some things here. I have to figure out where all the inside stuff is. By the time I got to it, um, I'll never figure it out. Oh, my goodness, belly dancing. (laughs) <laughs> just on the YouTube homepage. Apparently, belly dancing is, is hot. All right. So, uh, oh, and then in image search, banner ad. Did you see that? Is it really? Is that right? Was that, that was a banner ad from Google in image search? I, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen that. I, I haven't had a chance to check into that one. They did a search for Partridge Family Bus, and at the bottom, Partridge, come on down, everybody. How do I spell Partridge Family Bus? 
Come on, get searching. Oh, and I got to go to images. And then here it is. And no, I don't see a banner ad myself. Yeah. But apparently they saw a banner ad at the bottom of this thing. So I think you guys have said that you might experiment with that. So perhaps right. follow in the wild. Perhaps not. We'll see. Yeah. And That's then question. the other thing was the uh, you had the whole, on YouTube, you've got this thing now where they were putting those little inline ads, but I guess if nobody was watching them, then if you watch the entire video, now you'll say, well, we're going to just put the ad at the, at the end of it. So everybody uh-huh. has to see it, right? Yeah, the post-roll ad. You've got to pay for YouTube some way. It's using up a lot of things. I heard a financial person saying that. They're like, Google is really worried at YouTube. It's got to start paying for itself. Do you think so? Do you, you know, want to I, comment on that? I, I, I don't have any special insight. I think it's, it's good for stuff to pay for itself in general. But on the other hand, I mean, it's, it's a fantastic service. And so if people just enjoy it, that's pretty nice by itself. Oh, you know what annoyed me, by the way? I was watching YouTube last night, and they had this thing where they were saying from CNN, and they, Matt, this really irritated me. Um, so it was this thing that CNN did where they went to Little Diomede Island, which is the island across from Big Diomede Island at the coast, you know, the farthest Alaska gets to Russia, to see if you can oh. see Russia from Alaska technically, right? And you can, uh-huh. except uh-huh. That Sarah Palin had never actually been to that island, and okay. some of the people on the island didn't even know she was governor of Alaska. So, you know, it was this little poke at the whole, I can, I can, you know, I have good foreign policy relationships because, you know, we're up in the North Pole and we see Santa Claus, that sort of thing. But, uh-huh. so, so that's on the – so that's a YouTube video that was on CNN that the Huffington Post had taken, and then it, they've got up at the top, they've got a Huffington Post logo. And I'm thinking, well, first of all, is the Huffington Post got a licensing agreement with CNN to use CNN clips? And then if they do, then – are they putting their logo on top of it as well? And then if they don't, then why was the CNN clip on YouTube in the first place? Is that fair use? And then if it is fair use, is it fair use to take the clip and then put your own logo on it? I, I was really just confused. No wonder people can't figure out copyright, do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, copyright, it, I wish you could write an algorithm for it, but there was a good post a while ago where uh, one of the YouTube guys essentially said, look, you know, there's no way to look at a given movie or or even a video clip and know whether it's copyrighted and what you know whether it's public domain because there's some stuff you wouldn't think would be copyrighted and it is and there's other stuff that you'd think would be copyrighted maybe reefer madness and it's not and you know so that's why people almost it's much more helpful if you can register and then say yes I do want to monetize this clip or make it available for free or take it down if you see it because it's it's not something you can easily just write a perfect algorithm for without ever you know, without knowing whether the content's available or not and what licenses it's under. Well, but then this is also really annoying because you... So I'm pulling it up now. I'm like going, it's a Huffington Post. It's like CNN, Sarah Palin has never seen Russia from Alaska. And you get the video, and then it's like, I agree with you. You don't really necessarily know what the case is, but then, oh, and then, of course, I can't figure out how to get to... How do I get to the thing? I actually want to go to the YouTube thing, the page for it. Yeah. Uh, because click if I on click the, on the video, then it just starts playing the video, so it doesn't take me to the video. Usually down um, in the bottom right. To post, they put it up there. But how do you know then whether or not something is... Oh, there's the URL. Now I'm going to the URL. I'm going to throw it in the chat room. <laughs> oh, no, that's not it. Because I'm trying to copy from the Mac to the other thing. Uh, oh, ah! Sorry, Matt, I went all full screen. Oh, wait, now there I am. It's all better now. It's all good. 
<laughs> so you go over here. So this is the Huff Politics site, right? This is like one of the most popular things on YouTube. So how do I know if it's... Uh, you would think that people... I know the, the challenges with figuring out copyright and everything, but at the same time, it's not like this is uh, a... It's not like this is a... Uh, it's not like this is a hard video to spot as both being popular and potentially infringing on somebody's content. But if you're looking at this and you're thinking as somebody who's uploading things, well, I see the Huffington Post has this video that they put up there from CNN, so why shouldn't I put my own stuff up there? And there's nothing on it that says in the video, by the way, this content has been used, there's copyright, CNN, reads with permission. No, it's just, I don't know, it's like Wild West. But yeah, I told you I'm all ranty, right? <laughs> that's outside my area of expertise, unfortunately. Maybe I'll Twitter about it. That always solves it. Oh, it looks like they just put everything up from CNN. They just grab whatever they want. But, you know, it's Ariana. She can do whatever she wants. It's okay. So, oh, so I was really annoyed because I got one of those link requests, as you saw. <laughs> yes, that was I, hilarious. I, I thought this was funny. I... A couple other people seem to think it's funny too. So I had this person come to me and and say um, this was sent to to like you know Webmaster Spin or whatever you know our social networking site um, that we want to know if you would accept paid. I'm doing the quote songs there, right? Advertising <laughs> on your website because we want to put a text URL link that says search engine optimization, which will link to our site. Uh, it, could you let me know this part? It's like this thing like I'm an idiot. Uh, hi, we want to put a little paid ad on your site, not like paid link, not like anything, and it'd be fine. So I'm like, really? You've come to a site that's about like SEO and search marketing, um, and you you think you could just like play dumb with us, or or more to the point, you haven't done any research at all. You just I've come to the site, so let's just get another link request that's out there, and I'm supposed to like engage in letting you buy and sell links with me when you're clearly that stupid not to pick. I mean, they, they could have come to your site, right? People do, don't they? They say, they do. hi, I've come to your site, www.backcuts.com, um, <laughs> and I wonder if you could put a link to me. <laughs> yeah, in fact, recently somebody wrote, and I wrote back and said, uh, can you show me some examples of stuff you've done? And uh, normally they realize and shut up at that point, but they got a reply back, and they were like, my offer is I want to create a new page on your site. I will send you a gambling-related article with my links on it. And I'm just like, show me, show me where you've done this before. And they're like, oh, here you go. Oh, it's too funny. Well, I've had that normally. They you, they kind of you go engage with them again, and then they go through, and you kind of think they go, uh oh, uh oh, I shouldn't do any of this anymore. But this person went on and on and on, and I was really upset because I was saying, well, I thought there were some problems. I heard something about this, like you're not supposed to do it. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. Everybody does it. And I'm like, I like go to Google. I send them the URL from Google, and I've said. You know, I, I, I was a little bit concerned. I went over here. Google seems to be saying I shouldn't do this. It's all fine. Oh, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, as long as you do the, see where they say to do the redirect thing, so you're all good. But then they didn't tell me to do the redirect. Just don't put in the link. Right. So, yeah, I was really annoyed. Uh, they haven't followed up with me, so I think that either they gave up on me or they finally realized that they shouldn't have, um, <laughs> should have never well, contacted it, me in the first place. It made for a hilarious uh, article. And if you just search for... You know, uh, idiot link broker. You're number one now. So, <laughs> oh, excellent. For idiot, I need to be broker. number one for link broker. Actually, though, can I do that? Let me just check. No. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. We're not number one. But look, this is great. Like you do such a link broker, and now I like I'm in I'm in the mix, and it's not you're even personalized results. You're getting there. great. Google Google like rocks. Oh no, that was link broker, not brokers. <laughs> 
dang, why didn't I write it in the plural? Why isn't your stemming working better for me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm amazed at one of these things that's coming up here. That makes no sense. Oh, please don't tell me that's really them. Oh, no. Which which one? Are we debugging a query on the air? (laughs) No, I don't want to say it on the air. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Um, I think someone's being abused. I'll I'll follow up with them. Anyway, so I I wasn't happy about it. And and the the end of the thing I came with is I was like, you know what? I know we debate the whole, is it white hat, is it black hat? Should Google be going out there and even trying to do the whole paid link stuff or whatever? And, you know, well, if you do get hit by the paid links, Matt makes it sound all scary, but then everybody's perfectly fine. I was like, I don't care about all that. You guys can have that debate separately. You just don't lie to people, right? You just don't, like lie and mislead people to do things to go into it. If you want to sell someone paid links and you're convinced that it's going to be fine and you're convinced that that's the business that it should be doing and they want to be doing it, uh, you know, scare the heck out of them first about this is the worst stuff that we understand could happen, which is potentially you could get wiped out of Google, period. And if you understand that and you want to go on with it and you've understood it from the very beginning, well, at least you know the risk that's going forward with it. But this whole... There was this other site I was at, and I'm going to talk to him about it too, but it was, you go to the site and it's, oh, we do links, and there's no indication that there's anything wrong. It sounds like it's a perfectly fine thing. The way you used to find when I'd go to cloaking sites, when people would sell you cloaking software, and it's like, this is our content delivery system, and it's custom tailored. And if you don't know anybody, you think, oh, well, that's fine. It's this content delivery system. <laughs> Not cloaking. Yeah, Not when people thing. don't disclose the risks to their clients, that's where it really gets irritating. Anyway, um, speaking of scary stuff, uh, over in the UK, uh, British Telecom has um, it, has been doing their form thing, which ought to scare you. That's form P H O R M. Um, see now, why is that form and this spin? Spin? No, that's all right. Perform. No, wait. Sp- yeah. Anyway, form. So this is where they're going through, and they uh, are uh, monitoring everything you're doing, and then putting ads on websites in response to the actions that your ISP can see. And in the U.S., the people have actually kind of been stepping up against it, and I think they've kind of scared some of those companies off. But in the U.K., there was some initial uh, bad publicity, and now BT is actually having to have people opt into it. But there's still some controversy as to when you fire up your, your computer and you get this little screen saying, hey, do you mind if we track you and, and all wherever you go? Uh, the people might not understand exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it's you know I was in uh, the blue I was in Lexington, Kentucky recently, and I was in the Bluegrass Airport. And on one hand, it was free wireless, and on the other hand, they actually used some sort of proxy that rewrote the Google results page to add a little warning about sites that were good or bad. And mm. on one hand, you know that might seem nice until you realize you know if somebody's changing the web out from underneath you and you don't always know where it's happening, that's that can be a little scary, you know. Yeah, I just want my straight URLs if I can have it. Now, Google News, Matt, you know, you guys have had some problems over there, and this was really weird. So uh, this was when that SpaceX flight thing happened, and then uh, we noticed that CNET had an article about it, except the headline of the CNET article was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Uh, and then it, it looks like CNET was just having some, some – I don't know if it was a CNET problem – 
I don't know if it was a Google News problem, but it's like getting kind of scary now. Oh, it's still going on. I'm just doing a search now. If I search for delicious again, I'm still getting articles. Why, Matt, why is that happening? We wrote about it like a week ago. Uh, it's looking more like it's what CNET is serving to us, but I'll I'll look into it. (laughs) Sorry, somebody should call CNET and say, dude, you're making us look like idiots, and we have this whole United Airlines thing, and don't you know about it? And you, oh, all right. Anyway, but see, this is getting kind of scary now with Google News, because for the most part, everybody's just been like, oh, I totally got to get into Google News and get the traffic, everybody's all in love with it and everything, and now it's like, oh, we're having some glitches, which are not necessarily Google News' fault, but still. Right. Right. Well, and I think everybody, you know, people like uh, a service to the degree that it helps them, and I think Google News really helps a lot of people, but, you know, people should also just be informed that if we get bad data, if if a provider or a newspaper sends us faulty data, then, you know, it's like the old, it's garbage in and garbage out, as they say sometimes in the computer science world. Well, I couldn't tell also, like, I can't see, sometimes you can tell where the sitemaps file is. I couldn't see that here, and I couldn't tell if maybe they were putting some bad stuff out that way, even though I think that's still sort of an optional thing. But anyway, we'll leave Google News behind, and we'll move on to the ever-popular Google Street View, where it's upon um, a uh, town in Germany, um, Wolfsey, not to be confused, Wolfsey, uh, is so upset that, um, that, that you may do some mapping there, which you're not now. You've decided we won't even go into that state of uh, Germany, <laughs> which you want to mess with you guys. Uh, but they were concerned that you'd get to come in, and so they said that uh, they might try to require Google to get a permit under the guise that anybody who wants to do commercial photography would have to get a permit. And then, I like this part, when they ask for a permit, we will say no. Um, to which Google responded, we don't need no stinking permits. But you didn't actually say the stinking part, and you didn't actually respond to them directly. But it would have been such a good headline, don't you think? We don't need no stinking head permits. <laughs> nine, nine, yeah. That was, that was an interesting story. Well, and if I were wanting to, you know, if I'm looking for an apartment or if I want to move somewhere, it can be really nice to look at the outside of a building and, and see, oh, what should I be expecting so there's a lot of really nice reasons why Street View is helpful to people. So hopefully well, it's they'll... a hard thing. I mean, I, I had a long talk with uh, John Hankey, you know, about this when I was up there last. And, you know, the whole issue of, well, it's out on a street, so what are you going to do? Say you can't do that. We were talking also, I was saying to him, like, well, it's sort of the equivalent of, in some ways it's sort of the equivalent of, you know, indexing the web. All these pages are out if you will, in public view, and yet Google will allow people to prevent their pages from being indexed through robots text, right? So we could joke about the idea, well, shouldn't you be able to put up a robots text file for your house? But you can argue that that makes sense, right? Okay, I know it's in public view. I know anybody could go do it, but I still don't want to be that easily accessible from Google. So if that's my house, I want to pull it out, which I thought, you know, that's an interesting argument. But then he, like, you know, raised a whole bunch of other good things where he's like, well, first of all, if it's an apartment building, who opts out the apartment building, right? Who, who has control of that? Um, and the other thing was that it's not sort of a copyright type of thing, right? Like, one of the reasons why opting out, I think, on the web makes sense is because you're kind of making a copy of pages to do some of your indexing. And so if you allow the opt-out, that kind of gets around some of the legal issues. Someday it may still fully be tested, but for the most part, you know, indexing is a bit allowed in that front. And it's not like taking a photo is violating somebody's trademark, except for that thing, that weird thing in Chicago, right? Right, right. 
Yeah, well, and the, the other thing is that, you know, in Street View, at any point, you can sort of click on the help in the top right and then click report an inappropriate image. So you can always right. sort of say, oh, I don't want to have this that I see, and anybody can do that. So it's, I, they seem to be pretty good about taking out stuff that's inappropriate. Uh, we will see how it goes. I, I'm getting surprised because I, I just got an email from Barack Obama telling me that there's the um, the, there's a debate tonight. I'm really <laughs> impressed because he's like so busy sending out emails, and I thought he'd actually be busy with the debate and anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has an iPhone app too. Don't send me email out in your own name. Just say Barack Obama campaign. I'm good. You send me an email from Barack Obama. I feel like you're lying to me. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, will I make a donation? No, I can't make a donation. I'm done. <laughs> Tap me out all you're going to get. <laughs> anyway, hey, meanwhile, on Street View in Australia, they were using um, Google Earth to try to find out if people were doing illegal home renovations. Uh, but then they decided that um, trying to catch people by spying on them uh, is a violation of trust and privacy, and therefore they're going to stop doing that to find out if it's happening. So they'll do it the old-fashioned way, and they'll just send people out to spy on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that kind of reminds me of the guy who uh, was using Google Maps to look at people who had pools so that he could do a more targeted mailing, so he didn't blitz everybody with his pool service postcards, you know, just the people that had pools, which I thought was kind of a clever idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, um, what's, hang on here, I had a glitch there. Oh, you, 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 you killed my page rank. It, oh, it was like you, a page rank six. You guys had a page bar, toolbar, update, page rank, and everything, and, um, you know, didn't matter to some people, but I, I was like a seven. Now we're like a six. It makes me sad, even though it doesn't mean anything. But on the other hand, you're you're a good site, so I, I suspect that that will come back over time. I mean, it only went down one. Um, yeah, we did have a PageRank update this past weekend, and so you expect a little bit of flux. And, and we had done some changes in PageRank, how it was computed in January, and so people are are seeing a little bit of the effects of that. And so I suspect that, you know, the SEO industry, some of those links in general um, aren't weighted or counted quite as much. But, you know, you being a good resource, I would expect that to come back over time. So I wouldn't worry too much. Not that you're going to worry, but... I'm not worried. I just want to be an eight, like, you know, search engine watch. Can't you just flip the switch and make that happen? <laughs> Unfortunately not. Aren't you connected? <laughs> It was sad. We were like a seven. They're like an eight. Okay, I know. They got like ten years on the new domain. Seriously, though, I should be able to like transfer. See, but this is an interesting point too, right? Because like you know, the domain has certain degree of page rank that goes with it. But like, you remember when Andy Beal left and he used to do search engine lowdown? Yeah. And then he left, and search engine lowdown was low down. I mean, there really was nothing left that was there. But then he goes off to a new thing, and it's kind of sad. You can't like transfer over some of that stuff. I mean, you know, it's a hard question, hard, hard it, thing. But it, Yeah, it would be nice to have some sort of almost like a move tool where you could say, okay, this domain oh. is going over here, you know, pack up, the, pack up everything and move me on over or something. Excellent. We, we're, we're all waiting for that. Let's have it come across. <laughs> okay. I'll pass the feedback on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it. Uh, Matt says you can now take a page rank and take port. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. Matt, Matt Cuts says, in future, page rank. They'll go nuts for this. Page rank may be portable. Leave your site. Take your PR with you. This will be fun. Let's, yeah, 
say that would be a good feature suggestion. Let's put it like that. Oh, I'll put that in the end when they get going. I did that thing the okay. other day where I was talking about the uh, cities on Twitter, that city that was making their bathrooms social, so you could say which bathrooms were good or bad. That was like a complete lie, but nobody went for it. <laughs> I just had had it with social stuff that day, and so I thought, well, let's put it out there and see if people start going nuts. But sometimes, eh, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Google's doing this. Uh, you, you guys are doing this uh, user interface thing where people can get the small, medium, large uh, snippets. They want something to be bigger. They want something smaller. They can click on it. Yeah. But that's a test. It's kind of nice. I, yeah. You know, like sometimes you want a little more info. There's so much more that can be done with snippets. I think, uh, I think it's a good thing. Totally. Yeah, there's, it's, we're definitely not done, not by a long shot. So. And now we had this thing from Bob Heyman. You know, a few years ago, somebody started going on this quest. I think it may have been Nacho Hernandez trying to figure out who came up with the term search engine optimization. And somebody said, I did. And I was like, uh, I had to go back and look. And I said, no, I don't think I did. <laughs> I had search engine positioning I was writing about, but I, I didn't, you know, coin that one. Uh, and nobody was quite certain who did it. And then uh, Bob Heyman came to me, and he said, I did. And he was like, yeah, Really? But he went through and he said, well, look, you know, here's our book that we did in 1997. This is, talks about how in 1995 somebody called me to do something, and, you know, I went through it. It was a, the rock band at Jefferson Starship, the guy who managed them, and he'd done a search, and he couldn't, couldn't find them for it. Surprise, surprise. So uh, the next morning they decided to have somebody be in charge of uh, their search engine optimization manager. So he says that's what kind of kicked it off. Uh, and that's relevant um, because, you know, you've got this Jason Gambert guy who's trying to trademark the term SEO and claiming that he first used it in 2007. So Bob had a little post out there today saying, well, this is how I remember the, the term coming out. That was a really cool post. I mean, Jefferson Starship, that is not where I would think the SEO industry would have started. But who knows? That's, that sounds like where the name started. Who's, who's that band? Uh we built this city, yeah, an SEO, but that would be a different band and everything like that. But, and then it doesn't work Jefferson. with the whole coin. That's we coined this term. I could do it if I had more time, and it weren't the end of the day. <laughs> oh, and the sun's come out. I just want to go outside and play now. Yeah, let's just get the show. I'm going to go out. <laughs> hey, you can watch the debate on the yeah, beach. I'm going to entice you down with, with Pinkberry, but you're getting it up there, right? Yes! Yes! I can't wait. It's going to rock. Pinkberry! Oh. I, I haven't even tried it. There's like one like two miles from my house, but maybe down the line. That's like the greatest strategy known to man. I can't believe you haven't I tried it. I thought about freezing it and sending it up to you, but then I thought, um, you know, it probably isn't good when it's frozen. I'm almost ready to drive down to get some. That's how much I crave the Pinkberry. <laughs> we'll coordinate some driving. But hey... All right, we've got to go off uh, the whole SMX show. Our show's happening next week. So as a reminder, if you're listening to this, you missed it, so thanks for your support. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening live, you can still register for it, and that would be really cool. So we've got our, uh, the three days going off with that. And uh, just a couple last things to wrap up the show. Uh, oh, 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 where'd it go? So as you mentioned earlier, Google, for part of its um, 10th birthday, rolled out this really cool thing, which is Google 2001, which is the oldest index you could find where you could search against just a paltry 1 billion pages. Mm-hmm. I got so nostalgic. Neat. It was really neat. You could go through. I started doing some searches. I liked that like, TechCrunch used it to go um, search, and like they didn't exist. 
So I did. Yeah. I have to admit, I did an ego search for myself, and I still fare pretty well. Back oh then. yeah, I'm no. Like showing up there. I mean, not to my new site, but it's interesting to see the different things that are coming up there. What people are, you know, writing about or things like that. I uh, did a search for you, and we get not your blog, but we find number one is um, your page about um, where you used to work. Right? What's a, here it is. My, when you were at old, uh, University of North Carolina, Chapel Chapel yeah. Hill. Yeah. Yep. And I love that you okay. can do a search like Cialis or Levitra, and those drugs didn't even exist back then, so there was no spam for them, you know, cheap cheap Viagra, all that stuff. There was like yeah. four things of spam. Oh, the good old days. It was much easier to fight spam back then. <laughs> oh, gosh, look, I'm doing a search for SEO, and I get welcome to the Sponsors for Educational Activity Opportunity website. That just doesn't <laughs> seem right. Oh, welcome to Danny SEO. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. that's your name. Really? These can't be the results back then for SEO? Well, it, These are 2001 the, results? That just doesn't feel right. The the data is from 2001. We couldn't completely reconstruct the scoring oh. from 2001. But, uh, but yeah, there oh. wasn't as much for SEO. People didn't use the acronym as much back then. I don't know. No, we were using it in 2001. I think it's a scoring thing. Oh, maybe they search, were. If you search for search engine optimization, there's a bunch of stuff for that. Oh, yeah, that's much more relevant. Then that's, that's picking up all sorts of things with it from there. So, so uh, oh, what, I, what if I search for Google? What do I get? Google. I get a lot of Google stuff. There's a surprise. <laughs> Including Google.net. Free registration. Domain name. I bet you guys own that now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you can see we don't have that many products. It's basically like the toolbar and the yeah. directory, and that was about all we had back then. Yeah. No, it's 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 really really interesting. And then it was funny because um, Philip had asked me if I had a um, screenshot of you guys from 2001 because you guys put up the design that you're using is actually the Google logo from like 1998. Right. And so I was like, yeah, of course I got screenshots. So I I punched punched one out. And actually, it's funny because it's the same Google logo. It does have the number of searches that you do, and then you feature the directory and the groups thing, and then on it. You know, people go, every time you put something on the home page, people go, Google's doing this new thing to promote stuff. And I'm looking at it, it's like, well, you're promoting AdWords. You've got efficient, targeted, affordable. Google AdWords work. And then you've got this thing about Chad who is biking across America and jobs, whatever. But then, <laughs> remember Marissa's post about how since time immortal, Google has had a dictate that you can only have 86 words on the home page or whatever? Right, right. Yeah, it's so bold. Come on, Matt. <laughs> Look at the well, home page. It's got like 100 words on it, right? 100 letters. Easy. <laughs> Well, we definitely cared a lot about not putting stuff on the home page. And so having the promotion about Chad, that was like that was like a record number of words at that <laughs> point or something. But I just remember when he yeah. did that because, you know, I don't think the PR marketing guys were that hot on putting Chad on the front page of Google, but uh, it worked out really well. Like people tried to find him around the United States. Special promotion, special, special things that are allowed. Yep. Well, so that's there. I uh, also had the results page. Boy, was it ugly, man. You're still <laughs> in the results page. You're still listing an open directory category at the top of the page. Bet they wish that was still going on. And this one that I'd done was the search for casinos. And so you get these ads coming up. Oh, and they look ugly, and they had those little interest bars, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, like, underneath and the, the green and pink. And you're looking at your it's like looking at It's like looking at an old photo of you from, like, 10 or 20 years ago, and you're looking at your hair and the clothes that you're wearing, you're going, well, I thought I was so cool then. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like, except you're looking at yourself from 2001, and you're saying, yeah, you oh, go, Google, you look really ugly. 
<laughs> Although back then, uh, remember, anyway. remember so, the big uh, uh, the big issues back was, then were pop ups, right? What's that? Oh, the big issue back oh, then yeah. was pop ups. Everybody else was you doing pop up ads. And I was thinking about pop ups today because you guys went on this big campaign about pop ups, and then I was thinking. Nobody complains about overlays these days. And how come nobody complains about that, right? You go to somebody's website and you get the overlay that comes up. Like if you go to SEO Moz, right? You get a little thing that comes up like, hey, welcome to SEO Moz. Why don't you buy a membership from us, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But nobody complains about that. And there's no like anti-overlay tools or whatever. And I'm trying to think, was it just because it's annoying to have a new window open out of the middle of nowhere, but the overlays are pretty, pretty calm or whatever? I don't know. I, I think people have a certain level of tolerance, and pop-ups were above it, and overlays must just, like, barely stay below the annoyance threshold or something. All right. That's cool. I was thinking about playing with overlays and stuff. You know, you get new visitors, put up an overlay saying, hey, it's the first time you've been to the site. Why don't you sign up for the newsletter or something like that? Or, hey, how about buying some paid links? <laughs> just, that, that would just be for people that I could detect from a certain domain or something. <laughs> All right. Give everybody got, a heart attack. We've got two more things. Um, you've got this whole, we've got the, the, the debates going on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a debate about to be going on. Actually, I think we have about another hour, don't we? It starts at 9 Eastern. Uh, right? I think so. I think that's right. Okay, so this is good. So you can go over now, and right now you can literally see uh, what people are Twittering about uh, relating to the debate. Uh, what I can't tell, do you, did you see this on how they're figuring out which ones managed to go there? No. Which terms are they taking? I think it's just if you say their name. So, like, yeah. let's just try something like testing to see if saying Palin gets me on. And this site is election.twitter.com. Here I go. I hit it. It's going. Ooh, there I went. And... Did you go too? All right. Yep. Hey, Sarah Palin, chuckle. And it's just kind of scrolling down. And Anyway, oh, maybe you have to say the word debate. No, I don't see the word debate. It looks like you just have to mention one of the candidate kind of names that are going there. Uh, but so you can see what's going on. I thought it was really interesting, um, not during the debate, but when you had the Republican speech that was going on. I remember for some reason I had my phone on, and I could see um, – I could see – uh, oh, there we are. We're both right there. We're next to each other. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're Twitter buddies. We're Twitter buddies. That's great. We, um, you know, I was seeing what people were saying. They were all commenting about it. It was like having everybody in my, like, living room at the same time. So it was kind of neat. So maybe I'll do that again. Oh, tragically, they're retwittering now. Um, the PR may be portable. I'll have to kill that down. Oh, the whole PR portable thing. Uh, <laughs> he was kind of joking. Google <laughs> is just always thinking. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking their hearts right there, Danny. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, one last thing. Uh, you guys have launched out this new um, this new uh, thing, this, this, this new thing to try to get people to register to vote, because actually if you don't register uh, well ahead of time, then you may not get the vote at all, so you turn up the polls and you're like, going, yeah, I really wanted to vote for the person who isn't from Alaska, or whoever you want to vote for, it's fine, just, you know, whatever you want to do, I'll leave it to you. Anyway, so you can go <laughs> do the voting, and um, so there's this, um, there's this thing you've done on Google Maps where you can go over, you can put in your zip code, and you can find out um, all the voting information, it actually works really, really well. 
um, I put it in for our area, and it told me like what my dates, how much longer I had to do, who I was supposed to call, that sort of thing. Um, you're out of luck if you're an expat, but we're used to that sort of thing. So I got 18 more days to register by mail. I might just put it off. No, and you should do it now. I I could vote right now if I want to. I have I've got permanent absentee voter status because I still haven't changed it. Danny, I want you to know that now, like every SEO in the world, is like putting McCain and Palin, like Sugar Ray, Oil Man, oh, no. Dog Balls. They? They're all <laughs> they're all totally taking over that stream. Oh no! <laughs> You've created no. monsters. Don't oh, tell them to show up back. over on Friend Feed. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, they, oh it's just terrible. They'll, they'll get bored. They bore easy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there should be good... Dis- Last time there was a debate, Friend Feed was pretty interesting to watch people talking about it in real time. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, you go, over the, you, you go out and register to vote, and then, I mean, you did this, like, vote tag thing, so you're, like, told people, you tagged, like, four people in, in your blog post to spread the word about doing the whole voting thing, so I did my post, I spent my time. Thank you. But, but see, you saw I was, like, really annoyed, because the video really annoyed me. Wait, who's the guy with the glasses? He's funny, but I don't know him. Jonah Hill. In the video. hilarious. Really? His name is Jonah Hill. What else? What's he been in? I'm sure I've seen him. He was in Superbad. Um, oh, yeah. He was... Yeah. He was in some movie about college, like Undeclared or Undecided or something. Okay. He yeah. was really good. You've got to understand, of course, I've been you know, culturally expatriate for a long time. So I'm trying to kind of get into the groove with all this stuff. But, uh, but Matt, it was like really annoying. It was like, why should you don't vote. Don't vote. Let the world die. Don't vote. The, let uh, global pollution take over. You know, I was like, but, you know, maybe it works for the kids. <laughs> so my own take was like, you should vote because, like, a lot of people don't get to vote. They just get killed if they try to vote. So. Yeah, um, people can read that sort of thing if they want to, but I, I well, went down. I should be happy. Well, and the election's only about a month away, so we'll, you know, uh-huh. we're getting close. It is getting close, and um, the debate's going to get started. So, you know, go register, go watch the debate, and uh, that's it. That's our show. Cool. Well, Danny, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you. And uh, just a reminder, yeah, everybody have a good time. I don't care who you vote for. Just make sure you vote your conscience. And uh, uh, always a pleasure. Thanks very much. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Matt. Bye-bye. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime, hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. This is Bruce Clay, one of the hosts of SEM Synergy, the show about achieving synergy in your search marketing efforts, SEO, pay-per-click, and everything else. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to webmasterradio.fm now.